Hello and welcome to How To Be A Human, the podcast where we give you advice that probably won't help you live your life. I'm Jo. And I'm Meg. And this time we're going to be talking about how to get on with your parents as an adult. Now, I would class myself as an adult, although inside (laughs) I still feel like a child. So that's probably important to state right now. I don't have a high maturity level, I suppose, is what I'm trying to convey to any listeners out there. I like that you're sort of setting this out like a scientific paper. We must state at the start, we are classed as adults. <laughs> Look, well, people don't know, but I am from a science research background, so I feel like if we're going to lay out this, yeah, we need out. to... Uh, Get a hypothesis going. We need a hypothesis, and we need to clearly define our variables. So, <laughs> I don't know, have we ever said how old we are? No, I don't suppose we have. Okay, well, we are in fact adults. That's not an age. That could be anything from the if age of 18. If we say our age on this podcast, people might track us down. Okay. Well, let's just say we're late 20s. Late 20s. Some people would class our ages maybe more mid, but I think they're, those people, those are, in people denial. are fooling themselves. Yeah. We are late 20s. Late 20s. Which, to those of you that have listened to any previous episodes, you're probably now shocked and appalled <laughs> by everything you've heard. Yes. But That's we've, true. we've lived. That's why we feel qualified to give you advice. Oh, have we? I not that much. How we've lived. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. So, getting on with your parents. I mean, it, it can be tricky when you're a child, but it's or just teenager. a whole new ball game when you're an adult. Yeah. So we both went away for university and then came home and lived with our parents after that experience mm-hmm. i'm just like i was just trying to remember if that was true of you because i got confused but it was it, it pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. It's, this it's more complicated but let's just go with yeah. that yeah without going into too much backstory so by that point 21 years old that's that's grown that's a grown-ass <laughs> person yeah plus when you've lived away you've had to deal with adulting exactly so you lived alone or with or with friends or you live with your boyfriend you know so you've lived a life yeah then you come home you have to live with your parents and it's just weird i mean i i think that that's well actually i had a weird experience because i didn't go to uni um, when you did and i actually got a job so i had kind of yeah i was still living with my parents but i had an adult job and i was being an adult and that was very strange but i didn't feel like one that felt like a continuation of i suppose because you hadn't had the moving out bit. yeah it was it was when i moved out to go to uni it was that day that i became an adult well and as i mean i'm not implying that if you haven't lived away from your parents you haven't experienced it because actually nowadays what with the economy and whatnot many people our age still do live with their parents we know several so Mm. it's not that unusual and i think There's there's differences. There's still a whole that's still a whole other issue. But I think particularly the difference is less gradual if you've gone and then come back. Mm. Also, like recently or reasonably recently, I had to live relive again with my parents. Mm. We relive with them, which I, which I think you know once you're in your late twenties, having moved out, that's crazy. That's that must be very strange, actually. That's yeah, weird. it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Was it not? Okay. No. I mean, again, feel like we need to give some context for this to make sense. Yes, do. So, do. Previous listeners, I'm just assuming that people are listening to this, and if they have, they've listened to previous episodes. Oh, that's nice. Well, we we got to make that assumption. Hello again. Hi, guys. Hey. <laughs> so, yeah, 
previous people may have heard me refer to X, whom I lived with Mm -hmm. after living with you. That's the thing that happened. So then we split up and then I tried to purchase a house. But in that interim period, had to go back to living with my parents at the age of 20. Would I have been 26, 20 something? 26, probably. I don't know. I was an age don't know anyway. where you don't usually move back in with your parents. Yeah. After having lived with, you know, men, women. Men. Men. <laughs> men, women, all sorts of people. Yeah. So how did that feel? I mean, your parents, um, to me, have always seemed quite easygoing. So I imagine that, you know, it wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, they're pretty chill. They're pretty chill. Um, in some ways, but also, m- yeah, my mum's my quite intense in some ways as well as being quite chill in other ways plus my sister moved back home just prior to that having been at uni so that was like double whammy so they went from having just themselves to then full family Mm. I mean mostly I just didn't you know what's the word talk to no (laughs) (laughs) acknowledge them at all no it was fine I regressed basically so I just come home eat my dinner that your mum had cooked. That my mum had made me. Right. Went bed. Went went to work. <laughs> had your laundry done? Yeah, sometimes probably. No, maybe not that much. But yeah. you know, I didn't really need to do anything for myself. Mm. Didn't need to cook, clean particularly, wash, any of that. So I just stopped adulting full <laughs> on for like a year or however long it was that I was living When there. you moved out again, did you struggle? Had you forgotten how to be an adult? Yeah, I mean... You probably know this having lived with me, but I've never adulted particularly well. Mm. Like, I don't particularly cook. Like, I make food, but I wouldn't say I cook. Okay. You You clean. I clean. Yeah, I clean. I mean, I still do sometimes. But I don't, yeah, I don't adult particularly effectively anyway. So it wasn't that hard. Mm. And also when stuff goes wrong, I usually just call my mum anyway. Mm. But... Yeah, interesting dynamic, interesting dynamic. But I think because I was working a lot and also not seeing anyone, that made it easier. Because also, when you're like dating someone and you're living with your parents, that's a whole minefield. Yes, that can be interesting. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about that. Yeah, it's a long time since I've experienced that, actually, because I... Well, I mean, I, um, like I say, I got this job. um... So you were like 18 at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, ish. It took me a long time to get a job. 1890. Time was marching on. But eventually I got a job and I was living with my parents. Um, and I got this boyfriend as well. And <laughs> got him from the job he shop. He came at the same time. It was amazing. No, um, um, so he was also quite a lot older than me. Mm-hmm. So that kind of added of to the strangeness. Structure. Yeah, it was even weirder. <laughs> it was even weirder that I was living at home. It was odd. Um, but he kind of came round sometimes because also then I didn't have a car so I couldn't even go to his mm. um worth mentioning he was also living with his parents well there you go this is what I'm saying people live with their parents so, when they're older now yeah um so he would come round and we would kind of just go off into a different part of the house I mean luckily we lived in quite a big house then so it was you know we had a bit of space but I mean I do remember New Year's Eve when when me and him hadn't actually gotten together we'd, we'd had a, a kiss um, and we were friends, so he came to this party that my parents were hosting for New Year's Eve, and my mum was really, really trying to get us together. 
Like, so much so that I caught her in the kitchen with my best friend, whispering plans to each other of how to push Hold me and up. him together. I'm quite offended by that use of best friend, because that was not me. No, but, I mean... I'm upset by this. You were less so my best friend oh. back then. Hey, back then! Okay, alright. You left me, you went to uni. Well, I'm you sorry. You made that choice. I'm sorry. You, you said you were sad when I left. friend. I was sad, and then I got over it, and then I had a different best friend. Right, fine, whatever. Anyway. 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 Jeez, you're my best friend. So they were plotting in the kitchen how to get us together. And I was like, oh, mother, hold your horses. And then I found her inviting him to spend the night. Wow. And I was like, where are you? Your mum was right on him to sleep. She was like, my daughter ain't got game. I need to sort this shit out right now. I was like, oh, jeez. What was nice that she was, you know, trying to get you laid. Also, it was hilarious (laughs) because like, I mean, midnight came and went. People carried on partying. Eventually, it wound down. People left. She didn't let him leave. She kept the party going. She was like, no, come on, guys. Stay here. Party's still happening. But was she there partying? Let's, so she let's wasn't do like, some more six star. So she wasn't, like, trying to like, then, like, mooch in a way. She was still in She was, still, she was still in there, but I just think she didn't want him to leave. So she was trying to keep him I mean, that's nice. There. It's a little weird. <laughs> like, everyone else had left. So was it you three? You, your mum and him? No, my dad and my brother were there. Oh, well, that's not weird or awkward even remotely. I know. <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, eventually he extricated himself and um, whatever, we got together. But um, yeah, I feel like no thanks to my mum, but I know she tried to help. So at that me. point, so your mum there is trying to adult. Trying to adult as well. for me. Trying to adult for you, but also like... Hey, my daughter, she needs to get so some. It's kind of a weird dynamic in that, okay, we're acknowledging daughter is adult, needs to get some, but also we're treating her like a child by doing it for her. <laughs> this is classic parenting. Very strange. I love it. Very strange. Well, I mean, see, you were a bit younger than me mm. when I had this experience because that I had it after when I came back from university. So I'd have been like 21 at that point, mm. I think. Yeah. So... But as well, I didn't really, like, have any boyfriends before. So my parents weren't really necessarily used to that, mm. having, like, men around. Not that he was around, but I'd be like, right, going now to see X. Bye. Mm. And then, like, I remember one time my mum was like, are you coming home? Uh. <laughs> so awkward. Uh. And I didn't uh. even think we'd, like, slept together at that point. So uh. I was like, yes, I'm coming home. <laughs> but then I remember, like... Uh. But I do, I do remember the first time that we slept together and I was like, I'm going to have to leave now because if I don't go home, it's going to be problematic. And oh. that's, you know, Aww. a bit of a downer on things. Oh, that's kind of sad. I mean, it was fine. Okay. He had a single bed. I mean, for God's sake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, that's awkward. Not because my parents would have been, like, minded if I had stayed out. But obviously, you know, they would want to know if I wasn't coming home. Which I think is reasonable. Mm. Yeah. When some when you live with other people. Even, like, when we live together, you'd be, like, not coming home. Because yeah. otherwise I might think you were dead, you know. Exactly. That's it's fine. Nice to but, yeah. So, and, then I re- and then I remember having to be, like, just super casual one day. Like, well, it's probably going to be late. So maybe I just won't come back. So then you don't need to be staying up worrying about me. Okay, see you then. <laughs> you know, once you get into it, like, then yeah. you don't have to say it. Yeah. But the first time I was like, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I mean, I I also had a, an awkward time when, I mean, the house we were living in when I was first with that boyfriend, 
was um, it had like a granny flat attached. Yeah. So it had its own separate front door, but it also had a door um, that led into the dining room of the main Mm -hmm. house. Mm So I think we were having another party. Who knows? Some some other New Year's Eve party or Always something. Always parties at your I parents' don't know. They place. love the party. Um, and so we'd pre-agreed that he was going to stay over okay. in the granny flat. So not with you? Not with me. We'd agreed that. But we hadn't... With discuss- the parents? Yeah, with the parents. It hadn't actually been discussed. It was just my mum had once again said, oh, blah, blah, can stay over if you want. In and I was the like, granny mm. flat. And she was like, oh, yeah, there's the bed in the granny flat. Okay, so she was sort of putting the law down there, you're not sleeping in the same bed. Well, no, because, I mean, I only had a single bed, so obviously we weren't going to share that. Yeah, anyway. well, unless you live in my tragic life. Yeah. But, um, so in my head, I thought, well, no problem, parents will go to bed first. Yeah. I'll just go in the granny flat, no yeah. one will ever know. Yeah. But parents refused to go to bed. For a thousand years. Do you think years. they were doing that on purpose? Do you think your parents were cock-blocking you? I think only for their own amusement, because <laughs> they never actually cared about me having sex. They're not the sort of parents that actually give a shit whether you're having sex or not. They just like to troll you. <laughs> Classic troll. So let me just explain the layout of the granny flat so you can really understand this story. There was a main room yeah. that had a sofa bed, which was a double bed. Mm-hmm. There was a bedroom, which actually had a single bed. Mm-hmm. So, boyfriend was like, I've got to get up quite early. I really need to be getting to bed. I was like, oh, let's get rid of the parents. Parents wouldn't leave. Wouldn't leave. And I was like, parents, I need you to leave. <laughs> and they were like, oh, but blah, blah, can go to bed. Because, I mean, the single bed's over there in the bedroom. So he can go to bed and we'll cle- keep cleaning up. That's no problem, so, is it? Hang on. So, parents were in the in the granny in flat, the granny not flat. in the main house in the granny flat cleaning up and they were like well he can just go to bed can't he and i was like yes but obviously we're gonna share the double bed which is in this main room that you're in (laughs) but i didn't say that out loud because i was like don't make me say that out loud (laughs) and i was like no why don't you just clean up tomorrow hey i'll clean up somebody just stop this cleaning (laughs) and he was like he was a bit of a funny bugger anyway he's like well i need to go to sleep i'll get less than six hours sleep and i remember that and i was like oh god live a little just stay up a few more minutes. So he wasn't that bothered, really. About no, well, no, so I'm slightly offended. So the whole thing was a complete shit show. And eventually, my mum was like, "I know that you just want us to leave." And I was like, "Yes." Well, why did we leave then? <laughs> oh, it was infuriating. Uh, that's a hilarious story. See, I had very little of this issue because X never used to come to my house because well it's probably sensible yeah and i used to just go to ex's house because ex's parent mother was i mean he did live with his mum. he did live with his mum, but i probably saw her three times in the <laughs> four and a half years that we were dating they didn't have a, what we would one would call a close relationship no and uh she just sort of did her own thing i mean why shouldn't she but you know yeah um yeah. i never had to deal with socializing or talking to her really mm. much um, probably a few awkward times, <laughs> like venture out in the in the night. Mm. I think his brother was there sometimes. I can't oh. remember if he lived there at the time, or I think actually he I did. He was at uni then maybe I when he know. came back yeah. then. But yeah. yeah, but yeah. So I just didn't bring him really. To, we just never. Came well, that's to a good my approach because my mum would have been right up in it. 
grill. <laughs> all up in, yeah. in his grill. And I mean, that's awkward anyway, but also knowing ex, he did not like to talk to people. Yeah. Unless yeah. pre-arranged. My ex was not very good with that. I mean, better than yours, but a bit scared. Yeah. He came from a very quiet family, and I think... Well, that, that's the... Yeah, I think that's the issue. So. And mine are probably even worse than yours on that scale mm. of raucousness. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, yeah, I mean that is a whole a whole minefield, and I mean me and that ex got through three of my parents' houses. We were together, so each house brought on new challenges, whether it was single beds or how nice, you know. Funnily though, so yeah, so after I moved back in mm-hmm. after the breakup with ex, um, I wasn't seeing anyone. But I do remember one time I asked my mum to give me a lift to work so that I could go speed dating that evening. Mm. So that's nice. That's nice. Because then when you're an adult, you're like, mum, I'm going to go speed dating. That's nice, yeah. Can you take me to work so I don't have to drive? That's cool. And she's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. But then your dad's like, what's this speed dating? Nobody ever tells me anything. And again, it's not really so much that he gives a shit. He just feels really angry when he's out of the loop. I think dads can be very confusing. And and, and this is an issue that I still have with my own dad, is that when I am staying at their house... Mm. So, okay, I did live with them again briefly after uni, but only for like three months. Yeah, it wasn't that long. Um, And then, but any time I stay over at their house, if I go out, he won't go to bed until I get home. Really? Like, he won't sleep, he won't go to bed. Is that because he's worried or...? I think so, but then I say to him, Father, I have lived away from you. Like, I'm I going lived, out all the time. I lived a hundred miles away for two years. Did you just, Did you just stay up? <laughs> Did you? I think that's quite common, you know. I've heard he's people just say crazy that a lot. to me. He doesn't yeah. worry when I don't live with him, but I could be anywhere doing anything. You are, most and of the I time. Am. But as soon as I'm staying over, it's like, well, better sit up until she's back. Oh, no, that's, yeah. So and then I, I roll in drunk, and I'm like, hey! <laughs> you dead, dead. Classic. See, <laughs> yeah, see, I think my parents have never really been like that. My mum um, isn't, and, all, and she's the kind of person that, like when we like when I did live there, like we'd roll in drunk together. She'd just come down and join us and make snacks, and she liked to get wasted she was with us. Drunk. So she was probably drunk too. <laughs> so that was fine. And like I think, yeah, both of our parents are pretty chill in that respect. But um, yeah, that's a weird one. I've heard other people kind mm. of say that. Dads, crazy people. Yeah, and no, my dad has never done that. And he just likes to be in the loop. But then <laughs> oh. sometimes you'll, you'll tell him things, and he's like, "Why are you telling me this?" But also partly deaf, so most of the time he's got no idea what you're on about. My dad's like the worst gossip ever. <laughs> he's like, hey, so what's going on? What things can you tell me? And I'm like, no no, no things, because you can't be trusted, because <laughs> you'll repeat them to someone. And I mean, he's like best friends with one of our friend's dads, yeah. so I, I Previously can't... aforementioned best friend. <sighs> you're my best friend? Whatever. Well, you're not my best friend, so it's fine. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm lying! I Who will else smack do you I down, know? bitch? <laughs> Look, this is irrelevant. Anyway, the point is, my dad's like a super massive gossip, which is hilarious. And we have some lovely times gossiping together, but you really have to be My dad's quite there. a gossip as well. I think. Well, I feel like men are men worse are. gossips than women, they are. women most of the time. For sure, for sure. Well, I think, um, yeah, I mean, dad-daughter thing is a whole of the kettle of fish we probably haven't got time to get into. Possibly not. But I think that's pretty interesting as a, the, the, yeah, the whole dynamic, I feel like it's even if, however hard you try to adult as an adult with your parents, you always regress. Mm. I just don't think 
you're ever fully adulting when you're with your parents. True. And I think, I know for me and probably a lot of other people, I'm a massive hypocrite in that <laughs> I'll be like, oh, parents, leave me alone. Of course I know this, can do this, whatever. And then at other times I'm like, parents? How do you do thing, please? Yeah, that's me so hypocritical. All the time. It's so bad. I yeah, I don't even pretend that I know how to do things, but you know, as previously stated, I can't add it. It's very really well. it's not very fair of me sometimes. I'm like like my mum will say, Oh, have you thought to do this? And I'm like, Of course I've thought to do this. I did this weeks ago. What do you think of me? And she'll be like, Oh, I just thought I'd mention it. And then another time I'll be like, Uh, Mum, this light bulb went out. What do we do now? Help me. <laughs> And it's like, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think, I mean, maybe when you become a parent, mm. that's when you stop being like that. Yeah. Because you have to do that for someone else. I don't know. I'm hoping one day it will kick in. I think one day it goes so far it goes the other way. My mum now does the parenting things for my grandparents. Yeah. Way. It will loop back round, yeah. I'm sure. Well, sometimes I you have to adult for your parents when they're getting frenzied and they can't deal with things. Yes like the internet oh yeah i mean my mum's pretty good with the internet better than me in many ways but you know sometimes my dad tries to do a thing and it's quite embarrassing for everyone yeah he loves to show me the he's got this new thing about doing slideshows with like music on he's always <laughs> he's always doing one of them uh-huh. That's so cute. Con- he's always showing me them like, i don't know what powerpoint or something yeah i mean usually for work but sometimes, like, a photo Oh, I think it's, like, family... Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. But mostly for work. You're like, hey, remember this time we went and got an ice cream? And he's done, like, a whole slideshow of it. And yeah, no, not quite that bad. Oh, that would be really cute. <laughs> well, what I think is important to talk about is um, getting drunk with your parents. I mean, yeah. you touched on that briefly. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting because, I mean, it depends on how you were as a teenager. I was never particularly interested in drinking as a teenager. Yeah, I think I started when I went to uni just because that's the what, what people do at university. But yeah, yeah pre then, we never really... Even though my parents drink. pushed it on me. <laughs> I just wasn't that interested. It just never happened. Fair enough. They were like, don't you want to try alcohol? And I'm like, oh, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> I think their plan was they'd rather I drank with them yeah, than that's went fine. down the offy and drank in a park. I think they were trying to do good adulting, but I was like, no, I really don't want to drink. See, that's funny. I feel like you were a late bloomer in that respect, as was I, although maybe slightly earlier. But we've really, we've really <laughs> taken off now yeah, yeah, on the yeah, drinking. Yeah, we're good at the drinking now, yeah. It was only in more recent years that I started to actually be okay with being drunk around them, because for a long time I was, like, really weirded out by that. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I don't... I know I swear a lot when I'm drunk. I know I ramble a lot. I know I get my boobs out. And I just... All things you do. I mean, do you do that around your parents? Like, I mean, I don't flash them or anything. And I... Slutting it up. Yeah. I don't flash my parents. Um... But yeah, I don't know. I think we've reached a nice easy point where we can drink together and that's quite that's quite entertaining. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you'll get some real interesting truth nuggets out of the parents when they're drunk and you're yeah. like, storing that for future use. My mum's quite an interesting drunk. Hmm. That makes it sound like she's a drunk. <laughs> sometimes yeah. she's quite hilarious, but she's one of those people where it can get real intense, you know? <laughs> You know some of those people that just get real intense? <laughs> what kind of intense? Like angry intense? Or? Just like, oh, you know, I'm so proud of Aww, my children. That's nice. And you're just like, what are you saying? Aww. The other week, I did some top adulting. What happened was I walked to my parents' place, which isn't 
which is reasonably far from mine, but not like crazy far. And when I got there, my parents were there with my sister. My sister doesn't drink. She's just living a life. She still lives with them. And my aunt, well, sort of aunt and uncle, because they're not like married. Um, And they were all just wasted. They were just off their tits. It was like an afternoon on a bank holiday. I don't know what time they started drinking, but they were wasted. I got there. I was like, what's going on? Nobody invited me, number one. So thanks for that. Wasted. My mum and sort of aunt started doing races up the garden. It's a pretty big garden, you see there. Uh, yeah. It was quite hysterical. <laughs> Sounds great. There were dogs as well. Casual dogs. Casual dogs. It was madness. My uncle took off his trousers, but he was on ah! shorts underneath, so oh. it was okay. But I don't know why that was even happening. Yeah. So it was bizarre. And then my um, sort of aunt, who was pretty drunk, because she drank like a whole bottle of wine and they hadn't eaten anything was like, oh, can you give me a lift home? But I was like, well, I've walked. So not really. Um, but they were too hammered, so I had to walk back to my house, get my car, and then come oh. and pick them and the dogs up. What hassle. And take them home. I don't know if I'd have been asked to do that. I feared for them <laughs> getting home. I feared for them dogs. That's very nice of you and very adult of you. Yeah, but well it was done. quite it was quite amusing. Yeah, that's some good top-notch adulting lessons. So, I mean, we were talking about this actually the other day because we were saying, oh, are we too grown up to get a lift from our parents? And then you made the excellent point that it's okay because now we're at the point where we can give our parents lifts. So it's okay to get lifts back. So I feel like that's a really good point, actually. That's a really good piece of advice. I mean, we rarely give actual advice in this podcast. There you go. But that is advice. But I mean, for quite a few years running, maybe two or three, well, there's probably been two or three years where we've had New Year's parties at my parents' place. Mm-hmm. So for two of those years, I think I was living there. Mm-hmm. But then the most recent one didn't even live Shocked there. Up. But oh no, wait, I did live there. Oh, did you? Okay, maybe the first Hang one on. you didn't live there. I'm confused. Actually. No, this last one I lived last there. Last one you I? lived there. The first maybe the... one you didn't live there because we lived together then, didn't we? Either the first or second one. Yeah, one of the two. But they've got a pretty well. They've got a really big house. Mm. It sounds like our parents are like well rich in all these big houses. <laughs> They're not. They just just not happen people. to have big houses. Yeah. Anyway, and my parents love a party. Or well, my mum does. My dad just sort of d- lives his life, <laughs> and then if someone turns up, yeah, so be it. So that was a case of active drinking with parents, but also mm. socialising with parents. Yeah. Because the first once, maybe twice. I can't remember. I think. The first time, no, the first two times, your parents were also there. Yes, they were. So we were socialising with socialising parents, each and other's friends. parents, and then also and our other friends' parents came. Previously first mentioned, time. best friends' parents were there the oh first my time. God. Some other people's yeah. adult people were there. That was a real mix of people. And my sister and my sister's but friends. Excellent memories of us both dragging our dads into the kitchen to dance to Bruce to Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, exactly. I, was just I mean, had... that was good times. Exactly, and it was fun. We were all drunk, and I think everybody enjoyed it. The yeah. first, I think, like with anything, the first year was the best, and we tried to recreate yeah. it with the second year, and for various reasons, oh, it wasn't yeah, so good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then we had a bit of a break, and then you know it was okay again. Yeah. The previous last year, but there weren't parents there last year. Mm. It was just my parents, who again, you know, joined in the fun. Yeah, I think we have reached that stage where we can drink with our parents. 
I think um, I'm less embarrassed by my parents now. Like they are still yeah. embarrassing, but also I'm sort of like See, don't give yeah, a shit. Like, my worry just is deal more with that it. I'm embarrassing for them than they embarrass me. I mean, they did. I do remember they embarrassed me a bit once, but it was it was mainly funny when um, we went round aforementioned best friend's oh. house. She's coming up a lot. Um, because, like I said, our dads are friends. So we went round for some pre-Christmas event and there was much drinking. Mm-hmm. And this is when we lived quite nearby. So you could walk through this wooded area between oh, our two yeah. houses. So uh, I was quite young and I was still not that interested in drinking. So I wasn't really drunk. But my parents were, like, steamed. My mum was, like, at one point in the night screaming at my friend about how David Bowie's legs look like a pair of twiglets and she couldn't understand how I fancied him. <laughs> wow. And th- then it just became her screaming the word twiglets. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And like, best friend's mum is quite proper and yeah. prim. And I was like, oh, this is really embarrassing. Was best friend's dad drunk? Best friend's dad was drunk and he but was best quite married. Best really. friend's mum was still quite proper and reserved and... yeah. And I was like, oh, mother, you're just screaming twiglets. <laughs> See, um, the thing is, I feel like my parents are worse than your parents. So when they were together, they were probably... They egged each other on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, nothing bad happened with my parents. We walked home through the woods with my mum still screaming twiglets. <laughs> and then we got back to my house. And my parents were like, hey, guys, how about a dance party? And I was like, oh, well, I thought we were all going to bed, but okay, sure. And they proceeded to blast music for the next two hours, and we all danced, like, just the four of us in my house, because they were just so wasted. It was good times. That sounds pretty hilarious. But, uh, yeah, our parents together, drunk. I mean, that is... I don't remember your mum being that drunk, but I think our dads were pretty drunk. Yeah. I don't think my mum was that drunk. But, yeah, our dads definitely... We should get them together again. We sometime. should and just ply them with alcohol because that'll be fun. That's all get wasted. At some yeah, point. I mean, I I <clears> think <throat> another thing that and this can be kind of connected to alcohol is um, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> I just reflecting on most of our topics come back. No, okay, this doesn't have to be, but it can be. Is when you're an adult and the parents acknowledge that you're an adult and you get to hear things or be told mm. things mm. that they would have shielded you from as a child. Yeah. And that's, for me, that has been the subject of a quite a few oh shit moments of, oh shit, I'm an adult and I'm going to have to listen to you talking like an adult to me as an adult. We're all adults here, it's fine. Yeah, but you um, don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it. Especially if it's about sex. No. No thank you, please don't. Yeah. Um, often it's about family secrets. Interesting, yeah. but sometimes horrifying. Yeah. Um, and it's it just can be really weird because you kind of I remember not so long ago my granddad actually spoke to me like an adult for the first time, which is not to say that he talks down to me the rest of the time. But yeah, we've kind of got that relationship, grand grandfather granddaughter. Mm-hmm. But then he started actually saying something quite serious, mm-hmm. and it came out of nowhere. And I was just like sitting down eating a little snack that my grandma had given me, and Classic. I was like, "Oh, we're doing this, are we? Okay, adulting, yes." <laughs> Yes, I'm an adult with opinions and thoughts. And it was just really intense. And I was, like, quite honoured in a way. I was yeah. like, oh, that's really nice that he sees me that way and, and feels like he can talk to me like that. But at the same time, inside, I was like, but I'm just a child. I don't know anything. Like, uh, that's, yeah, it is hard, that, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's good in a way, but also, yeah, you don't... When you have to give your, like, parents advice... Yes. I yes. mean, not that I give my parents advice often, but... It happens sometimes. You know, sometimes it does, whether mm. you mean it to or not. Yeah. I think I'm okay with 
talking about things like sex in an abstract way. Yeah. Like, I might be like to my mother, oh, do you want to hear this lol story about Meg? I mean, that's happened. But but I wouldn't be like, oh, let me tell you what happened to me the other day when I saw (laughs) this penis that I saw. Do you know what I mean? I mean, not that that ever happens to me because I live the life of a nun. But if it did... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, ditto, I think. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's like, I don't... But then I've never been someone that really talks much to their parents in that way. Not in a bad way. Like, I'm quite close to my family, but I'm not a person that talks a lot about, like, the worries of my life. Mm. You know, I wouldn't necessarily go to them and be, oh, you know, this thing's happening at work or whatever, and I'm, like, worried about it. Like, I would Mm. obviously tell them things, like you know this is happening or this is happening but yeah and so I, it's probably partly that as well yeah it's just a slightly different dynamic that i have because i'm very much sort of i tell them everything like i yeah. talk to them as i talk to friends which and... is really nice but i've never had that relationship really so i probably yeah. wouldn't start now but sometimes like i, I have Obviously to remind myself to not say some things because they don't need to know everything yeah that's a good point and i mean yeah probably you know don't. sometimes in life i'll do something stupid or dangerous and i have to be like they don't need to know that no, protect them yeah. from it because it's just not worth telling them you know? yeah i mean i'll tell them about like you know us having too much tequila or something mm. but usually my mum just judges me more often than not my mum will come round and i'm hung over and she's just like why don't you know how to drink properly at your <laughs> age so it's more just judgment that i'm not handling my alcohol as i should than i've been drinking at all well that's nice i suppose <laughs> she's so disappointed <laughs> It's an interesting dynamic that you've got. (laughs) But yeah, so I would talk to them to a degree about stuff, but Mm. it depends what it is. Yeah. I mean, I I kind of, yeah, I definitely like tell them a lot of things and and they've started to tell me more things. Mm. I know what you mean. Yeah, it is bizarre when it happens like that. And I think as parents get older, they start to regress as well. Like, I swear, like, they just can't be bothered to try an adult uh, <laughs> after a certain point because they can get you to do it for them yeah <laughs> or because they just you know like when you just can't you just don't care so you just say what you want oh okay and yeah. damn the repercussions yeah, yeah <laughs> that sort of thing that's true i mean that's kind of fun isn't it well yeah exactly but then that leads you know you having to take on the grown-up role <laughs> yeah interesting if you also can't be bothered then just the world burns yeah well exactly but... which can be fun but... but yeah no i think um it'll be interesting to see how um christmas goes because that's always the kind of thing mm. for christmas see now i live alone i, I so definitely regress but... i do yeah I are do. you gonna go to your parents for christmas i probably will yeah Surely oh no well i definitely will i'm not just gonna sit on my own but i mean i'll probably stay there so that i can drink so yeah. we'll just be I, mean, I totally regress over Christmas. I mean, I t- but now, you see, I never used to bother drinking at Christmas. No. Even, like, when I was at uni and I was drinking as a... Constantly. Just constantly. Just all the time. But now I'm like, oh, yeah, get on the wine. Have, on, have a beer of the Baileys. My, my, son, my sort of aunt came round, like, well, she comes round always on Christmas. But last Christmas it was... Uh, Oh, I'd want a bit of this Baileys. I was like, it's 11am, but why not? I don't. I never drink at Christmas. Christmas. 
That's because weird. well i'll tell it's you why you drink every I'll other day why, but it's weird all right drink every other day is it a jesus thing because i feel no. bad he loved wine so it can't jesus be. went around creating wine <laughs> he did that. that he did he's the poster boy for let's have some wine up in here true that <laughs> no it's it's because i have a whole series of weird rules inside my head for how i live my life because otherwise i don't know how to live my life yeah okay it's fine um so like because i've never drank at christmas i can't drink at christmas because that is not what we do on the day that is christmas day there's a, there's a carefully assessed list of activities that i do on christmas day and i don't do things that are not on the list okay drinking's not on the list well, that's fine but like it occurs to me now that well, I could drink. Like the rule doesn't really. Do exist people for never a offer you drinks on Christmas? Are you, or other people not drinking? They don't drink that much on Christmas. Day. Well, no. I mean, to be fair, people don't drink loads at uh, my house. But you mm. know, like you have wine with Christmas dinner traditionally, and sometimes people get gifts. I mean, I don't like wine, so yeah, that's have probably some wine, part of it. Have yeah, wine. that's fair enough. I like <laughs> a glass of wine and stuff. But like I said, yeah. like with the sort of aren't on the Baileys. Might That's well really them. nice. Maybe I'll drink this Christmas. Maybe that can well, be... Well, don't ruin your Christmas. I feel bad. Like. Well, I've done the same... The exact same thing for 20-odd years now. Well, so. me and my parents actually played a drinking game last <gasps> Christmas Eve. Wow. So... Wow. I mean, it wasn't... Not like I drink never... Because that... Don't that... Don't be play I never with your parents. <laughs> yeah, no, well, Don't do that. Well, I'm not going to. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No... Well, we have a tradition of watching Ooh. Love Actually on Christmas Eve. Mm. And there's, you know, when you've seen it loads of times, we just built in a uh, drinking game mm. uh, associated with that. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I want to play this game. Well, I don't want to watch Love Actually. So it was, I love Love Actually. And we always watch it. And in a very non-parenty way, what we do is... I mean, this only makes sense if you've seen Love Actually. But Most in people Love have. Actually, there is... Uh, the Alan Rickman character. Oh, that'll be sad. This will be a hard watch. Anyway, Alan Rickman. Drink for it. I, I will. Ha, is having like a sort of affair with this woman, and basically, you know, we just sort of shout whore at her whenever <laughs> she comes on the screen. <laughs> Which is that's not I mean, very fair because he is the well, whore. exactly, exactly, and I'm really anti-slut shaming. So really, that's like, anti-feminist. It's very anti-feminist. It's not even really that. I judge her more than Alan Rickman. It's just fun to shout things. Yeah. So it's more that than Fair anything. Enough. So, you know, we also judge Alan Rickman just as much as we judge you her. You shout whore at him too. Maybe we will, yeah. Maybe I'll build that in time. I'm, I'm sorry then. if I've offended anyone by this, but it's more just the fun. So it's weird because, you know, I don't think you really live till you've seen your dad shouting whore at the television that's on Christmas true. Eve. I mean, that's an experience so then you having. all start downing Prosecco. Like, what is that? <laughs> but also, that great. top lol. Yeah. That's like my. Christmas is like the most kids storybook thing ever. It's so nice. innocent well, we and sort adorable. We start with It's a Wonderful Life, which is very wholesome, and yeah. then it just sort of, you know, yeah, progresses to shouting to the debauchery. <laughs> well, maybe I'll drink this Christmas and I'll let you know how that works out. Yeah, I mean, I could totally do a podcast that was um, Meg's rules for how to have a fun but safe Christmas. well maybe we'll do that as we get nearer the time i mean we're really we should totally do the sort of we should we're so sort of on the countdown to christmas <laughs> now aren't we so we should yes. do a, a how to be a human at christmas episode yes. but i mean i've already given away like my best bit <laughs> you're so, right now well, what are we gonna say so i don't know what I, well we've got your rules so <laughs> <laughs> rules for organized fun 
that's how I have to live my life. Otherwise, I don't know what to do. That's fine. I mean, I've been seen you be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. Unless that you were pretending. Within a set of careful rules. Were you pretending about spontaneity? <laughs> that's fine. I just anyway. Anyway, look. Let's let's wrap up. Let's. <laughs> Give me some give me some top tips for getting on with your parents as an adult. Okay, so I think don't I think lean into it is what I'm gonna say. Mm. So if you're moved in with your parents or back in or you're still living with them, you know, accept that they are always gonna be your parents and that even if you feel like an adult and like you're the parent, you're without knowing you've still regressed. So just lean into it. Just if your mum wants to know what time you're gonna be home, mm. just accept that you have to tell her. But also lean into it in the positive way of like, oh, I don't have to make dinner because my mum or dad's making dinner for me. So I think that should be a top tip. You know, just accept that. It's a good tip. It's a good tip. My tip, my tip here is don't be afraid to drink with your parents. Yeah. It might be weird the first time. Unless you um, don't drink, which is fine. Yeah, don't be afraid to not drink. But if you do drink, have a drink with your parents. You can get to know them in a whole new way you can have some laughs everyone can bond a little bit but know when to stop drinking don't get as drunk as you would with your friends that's a fair point that's have, a fair have point have two drinks fewer at least sometimes though i like i feel like i've done shots with my mum is that is that a thing does that happen i don't was i there oh, i don't know probably Maybe. Hmm. Oh, i don't know but yeah good point good that's shout advice. rain it in a bit rain it in a little bit not too much don't be afraid to get lifts from your parents as an adult because you can give them lifts if they want. Yes, that's really good advice. I mean, that's I your advice, but I'm advice. just repeating it. No, but it's worth repeating. It is good. I'm really proud of that advice. I like it a lot. I'm not proud of much of the advice I've given, but that no. one, yes. Um, also, accept that there's going to be times when you feel uncomfortable because you will think, right, we're doing this, are we? Yeah, and you don't want to hear about how you were conceived and mm. whether that was because... You know, your parents decided they couldn't be bothered with the contraception or whatever. But, you know, if you if they've told you that, well, then, I mean, you've heard it now. So just carry on it. with your life and just push it down Cause and also, forget it. Accept that your parents are trolls, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Parents want to troll you. Like, you think they're all, like, serious and adulty. But actually, they're telling you this because they want to laugh at how uncomfortable you look. That's true. That's they, very true. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's probably... The ultimate advice, accepting that they're probably going to be trolling you at least part of the time, if not all of the time. And you can turn it, you can turn it on its head and tell them about all the sex you've had if you really want to go there, but probably yeah. don't. But just do well, make that decision before. Yeah, if that's yeah. the route you want to go down. If you're a competitive person, that could be dangerous. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and on that note, and on that note, I think it's time to wrap up. We will do a festive episode. I love oh, that as will. an idea. It may or may not be the next one. God only knows. Um, <laughs> I feel like we said we'd do a different, another topic that we haven't done I know, well we'll have to listen to the old ones and find out what that was You can find out along with us Well I blame the listeners for not emailing us even though we keep asking us to Yes, and we're going to ask again Every other podcast, you know, is all about sponsors and using this voucher code and send us money And we don't do we that, don't I mean, partly because we've got jobs and nobody cares or listens But yeah. at least email us Email us on how to be a human, and that's H O W, the number two, and then be a human. Like you can spell the rest of the words for yourselves. The point is, it's the number two. How to be a human at gmail.com. 
Yeah. I just feel like people are maybe getting confused and they're emailing H-O-W-T-O, blah, blah, blah. Someone out there is getting all our emails. And they're crying. But look, I would have got that email address. Someone already had it. What can you do? Well, they're getting our emails. Like that yeah. John Lewis guy that keeps getting tweeted. Oh, I love that guy. And he's like, stop tweeting me about my crappy adverts because they didn't make it. So that's how number two, be a human at gmail.com. If you're really old and you remember the TV show How To, it's like that. Yeah, it's much like that with Fred Dynage. Is he still alive? Yes, he's got an OBE. I think I asked you this the other day. I had to Google it, but he's definitely alive. Why have we talked so much about How To in the past month? I don't know, but... This is is like the postscript. No no one's still listening. (laughs) This is the post-credit sequence. (laughs) They've all turned it off. All right. This well, isn't a glimpse at the next Iron Man. This is two idiots babbling about Fred Dynage. <laughs> All right. Well, just turn it off then. All right. Bye. See ya.